Hi everyone, welcome to One Girls Chat. This is Maria. And this is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today, um, where we are discussing getting married and having children and funny funny story is why we um, sound irritating yeah we, we, why, we, why we sound a little crazy is that we literally just recorded a good 50 minutes jk it was probably eight minutes and we weren't recording like we were <laughs> we were talking we having this like nice ass conversation and then i went to check on the but whatever whatever such is life am i right such is life so now we're gonna fake it till we make it um <laughs> We promise this is totally organic conversation. Yeah, um, anyway, so let's just jump right into it. Getting married, having kids. What are your initial thoughts, Kim? Something that you think about, something that's on your mind? Um, it's something that I don't spend time thinking about these days. I really don't. It's just, it feels like a wasted thought to me. Um, and we'll get into the reasons why it feels like a wasted thought right now. But the the getting married part, and that's not, this disclaimer, it's just, it's not because I don't believe in getting married. It's for other reasons. But the having children, I think about quite a lot because mm. um, of working in an elementary school. And I'm surrounded by all these kiddos from different age groups um, every day. Mm. So um, I think about that a little bit more and like kind of the realities of what it would be to be a mother. And it's not even, it's not the same, obviously, because I'm not a mother. And though I'm helping to raise children, I'm, they're not my children. So, but it gives me an into it because we'll get more into it. But you know, it's, you have this fantasy about what it's going to be like to be a mom and to be a wife and everything before you actually get to see what it's like. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a inside scoop raising these little children. Little rascals. Yeah. My babies. babies. But speaking of um, this fantasy, um, women especially are kind of, it's kind of drilled in us from a very young age that we should fantasize about getting married, meeting this guy, having kids, being a mother, raising children, um, and having this traditional sort of uh, life trajectory. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why we chose to discuss this is because of the increased expectations in our at our age to actually do these things, to actually execute it, you know? Yeah. So we're like directly and indirectly uh, attacked our whole lives about it. And now it's like, okay, now go and time. do it. Oh, yeah, gosh. exactly. Yeah, and then you realize the pressure is actually on. And you're like, I'm not prepared to take on this pressure. You know, I'm not. Yeah. So, but you were telling me before we started that you had a conversation with your mom today that was interesting. And I want to hear more about that. Yeah, my mom, Betsy Sue, apparently. <laughs> Um, I had a conversation with my mom today, uh, just called in to check in with her and she basically my birthday came up and she asked me how old I was turning. And for everyone who knows, Maria is 25. To, I, to which I answer 25, get it together. And she was like, you were 25 two years ago. That doesn't make any sense. So she put me on blast. It was really rude and unnecessary. But... She's your mom, so um, like, she should probably know when you're... <laughs> you're <if> anybody. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so she was like, it kind of hit her. And she's like, oh, you're turning 27. Like, you, you have to settle down. You have to find someone before it's... And I quote, not in English, but direct translation, before it's too late. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. What what constitutes too late Mm -hmm. to your mom? Has she ever explained that to you before? Okay, so culturally, interesting question. Um, Culturally, uh, too late is essentially, if we're talking like literally, I would say 
late 20s, early 30s even, early 30s in the Afghan culture, it's very much that idea, which it is in a lot of cultures. Like it's very much um, the best case scenario is being a young bride, a young groom, and starting your life and having children at a younger age. Whereas um, if you do it when you're older, it's kind of like you, you're almost like leftover. Do you know what I mean? Especially for women. Like it's kind of like, you know, now you're, you don't have as many options and da, 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 and whatever. So, and then there's also, of course, the biological clock as well yeah. um, to consider. As, so th- I think that's what she means is basically early 30s. She's thinking biological clock. She's thinking I'm not going to be a young bride. And she's thinking that I'm not prioritizing it more than anything, mm. which is my error. Mm. So, yeah. And that was just today. Mm. You, you know, imagine? what what you described doesn't sound so dissimilar from other cultures, like Korean culture yeah, here, yeah. Nigerian culture, even some parts of... Korean culture, though, no, they are they actually are surprisingly more forgiving. I've asked... I remember when I first came here, I asked a bunch of people, like, oh, like, how old were you when you got married? Or is it... Do people want to get married young? And surprisingly, it's actually accepted to be married in your 30s and stuff. I wouldn't take that as a blanket thing because I've talked to other people and they said otherwise. otherwise? Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, unless you've you've talked to millions of Koreans, you know. Um, Even the Western culture. That's what we're saying. It's it's just a general thing that happens. Um, Have you had any experiences where people have, like, questioned you or put pressure on you as you get older? Yeah, um... In school, it doesn't happen so much. I don't know why I brought up in school, but uh, that's just like, you know, let's just start there. In school, it doesn't happen so much. Of course, you have like the people who generally, when I first came here, they would ask me um, if I'm married, if I have a boyfriend, but then they would ask my age and I tell them I'm 24. And then they're like, oh, you're so young. Like they just put it past them or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but actually, funny enough, like one of my coworkers, we we just, we have a little fun relationship and I show her some stuff I see on Facebook. I tell her, like, oh, everyone's getting married. Everyone's having kids. And I show her and she, she asks me how I feel about it. And I think it's, it's what's ingrained in her that's making her question like whether I want that too. And the way she's questioning it is like, it's like, a, it's like pushing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, isn't that something you want rather than, you know, do you want, yes. do you want that? And I'm like, you know, I have time, you know, I have time. I'm 24. What what am I rushing for? Yeah. What am I rushing for? I haven't even hit a quarter of a century. Like I'm chilling. Um. But anyway, and then my parents. There was a conversation I had with them some months ago, probably March. I don't know, April, something like that. And it was the same weekend that I spoke to both of them, and they both told me separately that I need to settle down. Like, well, so my dad asked me, like, so um, how long are you going to be in this Korea place? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like what is this how, how long is this thing lasting yeah i said daddy you know that i have a full year contract here right like why why are you playing games right. relax man he's like you know i just wanna i just wanna meet my grandchildren before i die i said the real question is why are you talking about that it's not yeah. it's not about why am i because you know i would love to to provide you with some grandchildren but i think you don't know how this works yeah. I, I think that you don't you don't understand that it's not you don't just you know pop out some some skittles and it's like oh here are your grandbabies like it's a whole production and more from what I'm told yeah, obviously right, right. and then separately my mom was telling me like oh you know like pretty soon you should be settling down and this and that and I this is um, I had this is when I had the conversation with her about that position in Abu Dhabi that I was mentioning in another pod, uh, an earlier podcast if you guys listened in on that um, and she, basically she was like she 
I think her mother and her, her, her maternal instincts, um, were, were cautioning me to not be too far away, to settle down, to be close to family, to do that, that, that kind of stuff. And I was trying to tell her like, what's the use of me settling down somewhere where I'm unhappy? Right. What's the, what's the actual use of that? I settled down. I find like, a boring guy and I have one boring wedding, one boring relationship. I can't even shake Nyash in front of him. I even have just one boring child because it's going to be boring. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, what's the point of that? Like really? So anyway, that's the pressure that I've gotten. But I am not one to be shy about how I feel about things. Yeah. There's just, just no way. I don't hold it back. And if I hold it back, you'll see it on my face. I cannot breathe. I probably cannot. I'm probably constipated from holding in all the the emotions. So I just let it out. I, I told her exactly that. I told my dad exactly that. So they have not touched me with that nonsense ever since because I, I they need to know that I work on my own time. You know, everyone is different. Every 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 oh. every household is different. Every um you know parents operate differently with their kids. And so like a lot of my um, my Nigerian peers, they would often say growing up that our parents were so, like we were so liberated, we were so free. And yes, it's true we were, but like um, it's not always, you know, the grass is always greener, you know? Yeah, like exactly. there's always something to envy about another, another um, dynamic. So anyway, that's that. Yeah, no, I, you know, my dad really doesn't say anything at all about it, but my mom is persistent as... F. Like, my siblings are listening to this. They are they nodding along because my mom, she, I've definitely shut her down. She's very aware of yeah. my plans. She's very aware I'm going back to school. I have no boyfriend. I have no interest. I have, she, I've told her so many times, like, mom, it really sounds like you want a guy, <laughs> the way you're talking about it, because I don't want a guy. Do you want a guy? She's, you know, she's like this whole joke, like, I'm married. What are you even talking about? I'm like, then if I don't want a guy and you don't want a guy, then what are we talking yeah. about, you know? Or other times I'll I'll tell her, like, introduce me to the perfect guy, the guy that's for me and that makes you happy, and I'll get married. But where he at, though, you know? Yeah. So I do tell her, but, yeah, she, she – I think she sees a lot. She, what it is is she sees – the girls around me getting married and our acquaintances and my friends even. So that is sort of like the pressure. Yeah. And I think the the moms, they have a lot of pressure to send their children off at a certain age so they can be doing their parental duty. So I get it too. My dad spends most of his time in Nigeria. Yeah. And so he sees that happening every Christmas. Better believe there's like three, four, six thousand weddings that happen. Yeah. So, you know, and we go back home and people are asking us, looking at us, pinching our arms, you know, trying to size us up like, oh, you are bride material. You know, you are ready. <laughs> you are ripe. You're ripe, ripe for the yeah. picking. Yeah. And it's true, I guess, you know, well, it's even in me saying it's true we are. It's like that indoctrination. Yeah, it is. But um, you know, speaking of of introductions, actually, so interesting. When I graduated college, I went through this and still am sort of going through this um, existential. I think I'll always be an existentialist, but um, going through this existential mindset of like, what happens after after school? You know, like there are no more milestones. There are no more this. There's nothing to achieve. There's nothing to okay. compete for. Um, I'm done, basically. I can work. I can get married. I think it's good. So I told my favorite aunties, I was like, okay, so um, if you, you know, find someone who is eligible and you think they'd be a good match for me, go ahead and send them my my contact. Right, right. Go ahead and do that. And it's so weird that I would say it because I wouldn't tell them that now. I would yeah. not. And you're probably not surprised, but no one, no one sent nobody nothing and nobody yeah. hit me up. And I think obviously it's because I was not at that place, you know, like, but your auntie's not going to go and tell you like, can you even maintain a whole relationship, you know? Right, right, right. But um, that's another, that's a whole different 
topic and another layer to it. Like when you're in a serious relationship or when you want to move forward and get married potentially, can you even handle it? Can you even handle what the responsibilities oh are that God, marriage that is, is asking for? A whole It's, it's another, different. It's different. Yeah. And I can't even speak can't on that. We can't speak on it. Exactly. I can't, yeah. Like I think I mentioned before, my longest relationship was eight months. And yeah. um, maybe for the right person, for sure. I think for the right person, it would be a no brainer, you know? But when you haven't met that right person, you don't have an experience even remotely close to that. Yeah. It's like we really can't t discuss something like that. Neither of us have a, a, a experience that we can sort of relate to it. However, um, so we can acknowledge that that's a whole nother beast. Yeah. But that increasing pressure from friends and families and even things like social media and stuff like that is a real uh thing that maybe you and I don't feel because honestly I I I don't feel any pressure to get married at all. Um I don't get feel really much pressure to get married at all in life. Like I've thought of um or pondered the possibility of like living being in a common law situation which for non-Canadians I guess is essentially when you live with someone for I think it's about six months um, you are considered common law partners. Therefore, you reap some of the similar benefits to, like, being in a marriage, basically. Um, but anyways, you know, so I don't feel that pressure, but there is an increasing pressure at our age to meet someone, to settle down, and to have kids. I mean, you do have things like uh, your biological clock. Every time I say that, I'm doing air quotes. Air quotes. So – um, there are things I got to consider. I had a really good friend of mine literally sit me down one day. This was like two, three years ago, kind of like concerned. Like, was it a French intervention? It's like, I don't think it was intentional, but it ended up being sort of like a, it just, the conversation took a turn. It was like, so when, basically, when are you planning on dating this person? Cause you know, you have to get married in like two years. And I'm like coming to Korea, you know, like getting married is the last thing I'm thinking about. But people think that they're doing you a favor. They're th they think that it's like with the best intentions and stuff. But it's crazy to think about how you plan on meeting someone. How can you plan on meeting someone? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was going to say, like, I, I understand how you can plan to plan like a marriage or plan the, the time in your life where you want to. Uh, focus heavily on, on dating that, yeah. and really prioritize dating. Like yeah. only uh, make yourself available for dating and not for lollygagging. When you and whenever you have free time, you're trying to link up with somebody and really, you know, um, compromise a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah, compromise a lot on a relationship to make it work. I get that. I know how that could happen. But um, you can't plan your emotions. You know, you can't plan how, when, who you love. It's just, it's not possible who you fall for because like you can, I mean, the infatuation is different. Infatuation is totally a mental thing. I don't think it's emo an emotional thing, yeah. you know, and, and you it's can, not sustainable, you it's know, absolutely so. not sustainable. It's absolutely not. It's a, it's not the embers burning. It's the flame, you know? Yeah. So yeah. How can you plan your emotions? And if, if a marriage is based off of love, you know, not, not all marriages are based off of love, but yeah. if it's based off of love, then, um, that's, that's going to need to be, a a really essential ingredient but if it's not then like i understand how how people can plan to get married like i'm gonna get married in a year and make it happen i get it i know how it can happen yeah. because marriage is not marriage is, is not a science you know what i mean like maybe marriage okay getting married i don't think is a science i think you can really find someone and plan to get married with them and make that happen it's not like you have to mix in the perfect ingredients and you have to have the space-time continuum and going warp speed at the right measure yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know 
Well, it depends what 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 does marriage mean to you, right? Like yeah. to a lot of people, marriage is the wedding. <laughs> you know, marriage is the is the photos and the both being young and the having a child young and having the white picket fence and the house and the career. You know, that's marriage to them. It's that whole picture. Yeah. To me personally, marriage is a partnership, and actually, it's just really it's partnership. Marriage is just the decoration of the partnership. I don't necessarily think, I do think that getting married, being legally and religiously bound to someone definitely makes you closer, definitely makes it stronger, but I don't think it's an absolute necessary thing. If you've met someone that you can potentially make the father or the mother of your children, like the people that will literally come from you or that will look to you for guidance in their life forever and like you will raise human beings together, like that is a partnership that is a trust that is a friendship you know so it really depends on what your definition of marriage is right or yeah or your definition your of partnership i think because i don't necessarily agree that a partnership is making someone the parent of your child because there are some communities there are some couples or some people who use um they leverage having children to have you heard like snag keep a man you know keep a man down oh by you know, having a kid. having their child or whatever and um, I mean, that's not, I mean, the guy is not there. How's that a partner? You know what I mean? Like you were just there a single mother. That's not a partnership. If the oh, guy well, ran if out, he's not you know? if the other person is not actually doing anything to raise the child. Yes. But you're talking about in the scenario that they are, that you're actually, yeah, partners. okay, I, yeah. I got it. I got not it. Not necessarily it. that you're together, but that they are, yeah, actively like raising the child with you. Yes. Mm, it's very, very, uh, intricate. It very. Yeah. yeah, it is. There's though. definitely no black and white to no, this. No, no, there isn't. There, another thing I wanted to mention about um, marriage, I was talking about this, who was I saying this past weekend with a couple of girlfriends who went on a trip and, you know, we were drinking a bunch of soju, so you know the truth was feelings. Not that it takes soju to make my truth spill, but still. You know, we were having a really open conversation about relationships, marriage, failing the Bechdel test, which we are doing and always do on this podcast. Um, and I was saying that I, I really think that um, when it comes to especially having children within a marriage, like, or even just marriage itself, I don't think I'll ever be ready to settle down. Like, uh, I'm just too much of an adventurer. I always am looking for the next thing to, the next thrilling thing. I just like mm -hmm. new stuff. I like taking risks. I like trying new things. I just like to feel like I'm getting some sensation out of this life. And I can't yeah. just do thing, do uh, one thing for a long time. I can't sit still, basically. So uh, when it comes to meeting someone, settling down, and... I think I'm just going to have a very unique uh, way of settling down and having kids. I don't, I don't, I re I really don't think that I'm going to be like, all right, I've done all the traveling. I've done all the exploring that I can do. Yeah. I'm ready to have a kid. It's time. Let's and work on it. No, I think that it's literally, I'm going to get married. Cause like, this is the way that I want it to go. Who knows how things will happen, but this is the way I, if I could plan, this is how I would do it. Get married and then get pregnant and be like, oh crap. So I got to cancel that trip that we just, that we just booked yeah. <laughs> 10 weeks ago. Um, so I think that's how it's going to happen because like, you know, it's just, it's got to, it's got to be natural with your life or else there's a lot of resentment that's built, you know, can oh you imagine? God. No, I cannot imagine. That's why I think it's so important to sit down and think about what you want before you make these, we, so we say getting married and having kids, like it's just like bullet points on a, on a to-do list, you know, yeah. but getting married and raising a child is, multiple. I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine having children. So I'm at a point where I don't even think about children do i think about marriage to a certain extent you know like if there's no one to, to put into that 
groom spot. It's just me up there. So it's basically just a party I'm hosting, um, so, <laughs> you know. But uh, so I, but that like, you know, I, I might think about more. But kids, oh, my goodness. Do you want kids? Yeah, I want kids. I want to have I want to have as many kids as God wants for me to have, truly. Yeah. Yeah, this is the way I feel. I felt I I uh I felt this way recently mm-hmm. um within the past couple of years. Um I've always liked kids and had fun with them, but that's because I was a kid and I still am a kid. Um so I guess that's why I have so much fun with them. But like when I was younger, you know how some women or some girls they really feel that maternal instinct kick right. in when they're very young and yeah. they just like feel it for a long time. I didn't feel that until I was probably 21 or 22 maybe even 23 which was like you know last year um but then it yo it came it came in hard yo like it came in so hard and especially working with these kids i feel the and i can't even tell you about the investment i am showing strangers pictures of my students this is my baby yeah yeah he's so sweet let me tell you about what he did in class yesterday it was so cute like why am i doing that i can't stop thinking about them i'm so when i see them and something looks wrong i'm I'm talking to them full-on like long as um fast sentences and they and they're like looking at me like because they don't know what i'm talking about they can't understand me but like forgot we don't take the same language like i feel like you came from me you know sorry my bad That's not weird at all. <laughs> not weird at all, no. But yeah, I, I do want children, but you know, I, I know that there will be a time for that. I'm certainly in no rush. I'm yeah. certainly in no rush for that. I think everything's just gotta take its time. I'm working one step. I'm trying to enjoy the phases of life that I'm in while I'm in them and not yeah. try to live ahead. Cause I have my entire life to be a wife. I have oh. my entire life to be to be a, a mother, mother, you know? You have your whole life to be married. Why yeah, why what's the rush? What's the rush? It's so true. You know, it's like the opposite with me. I feel like I was one of those girls that had the maternal instinct. I remember when my little sister was born and I used to make her call me second mom because <laughs> I was her second mom. No one could tell me otherwise, okay? Um, you know, like totally always was like the – kid that would boss around the younger kids and wanted to take care of them and wanted to hold the babies. And I'm still very much like that. But it's so weird because probably a couple of years ago when you shifted, I also shifted <laughs> kind of out of that. There was something in the water here yeah. in Korea. <laughs> oh, a couple of years ago you said yeah, so exactly. we were in Korea. Got it. Got it. I got it. We connected years ago. <laughs> um, we switched because, yeah, I've really... I haven't lost it completely, but I've definitely let go of the uh, fantasy of, like, having a bunch of kids. Honestly, I think it was when one of my best friends started having kids, and I saw how much work and effort goes. You're like, oh, wait, it's not all sweet and cute and cuddles all the time? No, I Crap. Well, I don't want to do this. No, but I got I, I rescind my application. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your time. No, I Bye. I could actually finally, you know, like, you know, you have a young, not young, sorry, just women in general have a kid and it's like they're the love of my life they're amazing they're this they're the, my life is perfect now but this was like m- literally one of my best friends you know so she was just telling me all the gruesome details and the 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 not so fun parts of it and that kind of got me into doing my own research on google and reddit about just like sort of the the potential or the lifestyle of um living child free and it's something that's really grown on me in the last couple of years. So um, it's weird. It's weird how it shifts. I have a friend who um, revealed to me, and I use the word revealed because it wasn't something she was comfortable talking about, that she is really kind of going towards the way of not having children because she doesn't want to ruin, quote unquote, ruin her body. 
Um, okay. And there's, it's, there's, there are many layers to that because, you know, you think of ruin your body because of how our bodies are supposed to be portrayed and all that stuff. But and also because you obviously have a certain body that you are trying to attain or that you currently have. And maintain. yeah, maintain and then having a children, you know, can ruin it. Or for some people, it can change it for the better or just like be, um, uh, you know, a reflection of what you just did to bring like sure. your super hero-ness, sure. your super woman-ness. Um, has, is, that, is, that a, is that a thought that you've ever had? Being someone who doesn't really want to have kids at this point? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's it's. I always say it's not on the top priorities at all, but it's on there. It's on uh, – It's. I don't want to – it's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of physical trauma, and every single person is different. You really don't know how your body's going to react yeah. in those sort of situations. So um, – in that sort of situation, I should say, specifically. So um, it is on the list of reasons I would not want to at least birth my own children. The uh, the possibility of adoption is still very much open. I, I'm very much open to it. Mm. Um, because I do think there is a, a possibility that I'll reach a point where I want to raise uh, a human being. Um, but you can just get a cat. So, like, why do you need a whole human being? I don't think it's the same thing. No? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you really have to sit down and think about yourself and only yourself because only you're going going to be responsible for that child as a mother. You, you know, know, my good so. my good friend Jeannie Mai from The Real. She's my good friend, by the way. Yeah. Why did you even say her last name? You're on <laughs> my good friend Jeannie yeah. from The Real. Um, actually, she's not even from The Real. She's just my good friend in life. You know, like, I don't say my good friend Maria from South Korea who teaches at X, Y, and Z schools. I won't name your schools. Um, but anyway, um, try to be funny over here. <laughs> she, she, her issue, you know, mm-hmm. in what we know as, um, well, me being her good friend, what I know, mm-hmm. what she's told me is that, um, Personal. yeah, her primary issue for why she got divorced after 10 years of marriage was because she didn't want to have children and her husband did. Yeah. And so, you know, she, she, she was pretty adamant about that when she got married. Um, but still like it changed for her husband. And then there was, you, you watch episodes of the real, or in my case, I talk to her frequently and I reflect, we reflect on back to, together back on the, on the phone or sometimes she comes out here cause she's Asian, you know? So she comes to meet her <laughs> people. <laughs> she's definitely dropped by here. A yeah, times. totally. Yeah. Um, and she's here now actually. <laughs> I, I almost thought like should I try to imitate her voice no it wouldn't work <laughs> it wouldn't work um but yeah like that that is a real thing because you don't and obviously we're talking about marriage and kids from a perspective of not being married and not having kids right. so like anyone who wants to think like these girls don't know what they're talking about you're we completely don't. right yeah. we you, we don't know what we're talking about but obviously we have we have a perspective on it we have and opinions and feelings. feelings and all these things right mm-hmm. um there are a lot of a lot of thoughts that go into um, when you get into a serious relationship. You know, yeah. it's not just about, you know, all the lovey dove and stuff. It's like all the serious aspects of your life, literally all the things, the nitty gritty, the things that you never wanted to let anyone know that you're even scared to talk to about, uh, talk to yourself about. They need to be upfront in a relationship because those are the things that are, I'm told, Jeannie told me, um, that are going to be magnified once you actually say I do and like start living together and start, you know. And to having think, a life together. Oh my goodness, to think that you 
make this decision with someone to come together and get married and spend your life together and then you know there is a potential that you could both agree to not having kids and then later on one of you changes your mind like for sure that is terrifying that's a terrifying thought that like makes me want to be single and never look at anyone you know like never even put myself out there or be vulnerable but it's life man and it it happens that way and ideally you want to get married to someone that um, can understand you on such a deeper level than than just what they look like at your wedding or what you're absolutely you know, these things that, these things should nonsense. really take time some of the the marriages that I look to um as I guess tentpole I don't know if that's very the tentpole marriages or like marriages that I feel um, are really good examples of human relationships yeah. not just marriages but human relationships are people who have waited a long time to get married you know mm -hmm. not not long like 40 or you know not up to that but who have taken their time who have really focused on their work their career their themselves their ambitions their goals their own practices who have focused on that and not focused on relationships or focus on 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 marriage you know seeking that as a goal and mm -hmm. i i see that they are actually happy within themselves and so when they come together they they're with somebody who is also happy within themselves exactly and my good friend jada pinkett smith i have a lot of good friends <laughs> jada <laughs> good old good old jay oh, yeah. my good friend jay i call genie jay too um, and I call Jada J. When you're all together. Seriously, because my yeah. middle name is um, Jacinta. Yeah, but she she mentioned, she and Will Smith mentioned a lot. I've seen this, that like you've got to be secure and happy within yourself before you can get into a relationship, a serious relationship or a marriage, because you cannot be there to make the other person happy. Like they need to be able to make themselves happy. You need to be able to make yourself happy. And then when they come in, you it's like happiness double, you know, it's not... Yeah them working to make you happy and then trying to make themselves happy you're doing that because you can't read each other's minds and xyz you know yeah it's like that idea it's not 50 50 it's 100 100 like you have to be two whole people coming together not half a person and half a person to make a whole you yeah. know and it's like when it's like the same thing as when you give give um putting effort into a relationship you're not giving 50 percent that person's giving 50 percent you're both aiming to give 100 percent to make it a whole really yeah. you know so yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Actually, one of the um, consistent pieces of advice that I got when I worked in the corporate world, I was probably one of, if not the youngest person in the office to, at one point, and the most consistent piece of advice that I would get um, when people would find out my age was, don't get married before you're 30. Don't do it because in your 20s, you don't, you just, it's just not enough time to know yourself, like to live as much as you possibly can in that sort of phase for yourself selfishly. And I don't think that's like a black or white sort of thing. Yeah, I was going to say, all, you look, maybe just, the way I'm looking at you right now, like I, no, I don't no, like 100% agree with that. No, but it's a general sort of like idea. idea. And this wasn't one person. Like multiple people told me this in totally different unrelated conversations, just like basically take your time, yeah. wait. And I think it's because of this pressure to get married in your 20s and in that age at the time I was uh, 24, so uh, 23, 24. So I think I was getting at that age where uh, I, a lot of my friends were getting married and people around me were getting engaged. So I think it was just them trying to be like, oh, wait, don't, you know, don't rush, you know. So, um, but I took it to heart. I was like, yeah, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree with the idea of don't rush. Like I said earlier, we have our, our whole lives to be married, our whole lives to be mothers and and, and fathers and stuff like that. Um, but I think you can absolutely know yourself in your 20s. I think you, you just have to, it's got to be, I mean, some people, they really 
get getting married is a bullet point on their checklist and that is fine with them and that's cool and this is the way that they want it and once they hit that they they fall right they like slide right into wifehood and motherhood and it is everything that they wanted and that's cool you know like I don't want to uh, exclude those people from feeling, you know, like it's, you got to do, basically the message is you have to sit down and think about what you want and go for that, but not feel too much external pressure uh, for what you should be doing with your life. Because like, how can they say what you should do with your life when they aren't living your life? Exactly. And basically make your own definitions of what you're looking for and what you want, you know, but I do think taking the time to get to know yourself, there's, there's no harm that can come out of that, you Absolutely. know? So whether you're someone that wants to wait or is in a position where you feel really pressured but there's no one around or you're someone who's already married. One of my best friends, like I said, she got married when we were in her early 20s. She has two beautiful kids. Like she's super happy. It's just about what you're looking for and what's right for you. Yeah. And no one can can make that timeline for you, despite what ev- everyone trying to. Yeah, like yeah. the blog post that mentioned stuff. Just stop reading those. Unsubscribe right now to those because they're going to... Unsubscribe gonna... to your mom. <laughs> Unsubscribe to your mom and your aunties yeah. and your uncles who are Truly. trying to trying to hook you up with their with their mates children or even their mates sometimes it's a, it's a problem for an, it's a problem for another episode um but yeah let's let's wrap it up i think yeah. we talked uh this one to death okay. thanks for tuning in to this episode of when girls chat um please send us an email at at gmail.com. we'd love to hear your thoughts we'd love to hear uh your feedback and if you want to lash out on us for anything we've said or haven't said please do that as well because we just want to get an email <laughs> Um, and also follow us on Instagram at when girls chat podcast. It's all one word and we will chat with you later. Yes, we will. Ta-ta. Thanks for listening. Bye. I think that when I'm high, I'm over you. I hold that when I die.